Welcome everyone to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games. It's posted every Wednesday, usually, on iTunes and Google Play. I'm Brian, joined as always by the lovable luchador, El Francaro. Hey guys. So, just to get the uh, elephant out of the room real quick, we are back. Um, you know, we took a, a bit of a hiatus there while El Francaro went on his world tour. And I was moving to the new residence and the new studio. I think this is officially the last time we have to say that. There um, we go. Because we've now said it for Glow, we've said it for uh, Max Level and Game Oracles, and I don't think we have to say it for the top ten. So, no. um, but uh, yeah. So if you might have noticed, we had this whole spooky month of stuff planned for October, and then just a whirlwind of stuff happened and we were unable to post for the last two weeks bg mania so i have them done i just need to get them up now so we have we left off with castlevania part one that's the last thing that we uploaded for um listeners so we have castlevania part two coming and then we also have a episode that is dedicated to both luigi's mansion and luigi's mansion dark moon now i will say the luigi's mansion and luigi's mansion dark moon episode is a bit different there is almost no chatter in between the songs because el francaro was not um, you know, you were on your world tour when I did it. So I didn't, you know, I just, I did the stuff in blocks. I would come back. I would talk about the tracks for maybe, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. And then I would introduce the next couple songs we were going to play. So it's definitely, it's more akin to how I did the original BG mania, which was the super Mario brothers trilogy. Um, it's definitely more like that than it was, than it has been since you joined on with us. So so uh, when you listen to that episode, just imagine me there with you on the journey. You can add your own little El Caro facts along the way. Luigi wears green. <laughs> That's one of the worst El Caro facts I've ever heard. Although you are wearing a green shirt right now, so. Yes, this is the audio audience. They can't see that. I know. They also can't see how awesome this mask is. But I'm just saying, you are wearing a green shirt, so. I am. Um, 
But today's episode is a special one, as always. This is t- it is time for another edition of Radio Hour, and in keeping with the theme, so to speak, of October, we have decided to do half and half, spooky, not spooky. So we each came packed with three spooky songs and three non-spooky songs, and my track there opened up for us today. It was Twinkle Twinkle from Dead Space, and one of the main reasons that I chose this song is because what has recently happened over at Electronic Arts with Visceral Games, and if you are unfamiliar with what happened, Visceral is no more. Uh, They have shuttered the studio down. They were currently working on the new Star Wars, you know, single-player narrative-driven game with Amy Henning from Naughty Dog fame. You know, she's one of the ones that was behind the Uncharted series. And um, for whatever reason, EA just decided that they didn't like the direction that this new Star Wars game was going. Obviously, it didn't have enough loot boxes. It didn't have enough multiplayer features. It didn't have enough microtransactions, I'm sure. So, um... They decided to just can Visceral Games, which is really sad because that means we will no longer get another Dead Space game either. That's not entirely true. We, we might get a bastardization of the series. It won't be the same. And I, I, I bet you, I guarantee you, we won't see Dead Space again. Guarantee it. Probably. We will see the new, that Star Wars game they were working on. It has been handed off to EA Vancouver, which was handling the development reins alongside Visceral, um, but it is now being headed up by someone completely different. Amy Henning is no longer attached to the project. Uh, EA did say that they were in talks with her to see what her next move would be, but um, yeah, she's no longer involved with that game, and it is going to be drastically different to the point where I don't even care about it anymore. Um, I wanted a Star Wars game that was single player that was much like, you know, something that Naughty Dog would have done, like Uncharted, like The Last of Us. Um, and we're not going to get that. So, you know, go figure. It's EA. They cu- they kill all their studios eventually. So Bioware's next, I'm sure. EA games. We messed things up. <laughs> it is not, you know, in the game, unfortunately. Nope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, just Dead Space was obviously Dead Space 3 had some issues and yeah. it's definitely probably the least favorite of the trilogy in my opinion and in a lot of people's opinions but the original was amazing the first dead space was so good and very very scary very creepy absolutely i i've actually that was one of the few games i could say i actually jumped while playing yeah absolutely yeah it was it was it was intense i mean you know some of those enemies that you saw like the ones with the long needle-like arms and legs that would just you know come out of nowhere crawling up the walls and stuff i i need to go back and play those games again sometime i have them all but so uh, i yeah that's we have to do that one of these days yeah that would definitely be fun but uh that that version there of twinkle twinkle always sent a shiver down my spine it's just it's very haunting it's very eerie so yeah well you know me i don't want to keep you scared this whole time okay i I figured i'll lighten the mood a little bit okay with a little song from a game called banjo kazooie still keeping with the halloween theme this is the mad monster mansion enjoy it Thank you. 
Monster Mansion from Banjo Kazooie. Uh, I mean, just I have the SNES classic, and just playing it makes me want an N64 classic, mm-hmm. so I could play Banjo Kazooie again. But it won't be on the N64 classic. 
It'll be on my N64 Classic. It won't be on the official N64 Classic. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's the problem with the Rare game, but... Uh, right. Yeah, for sure. You know, I love me some platformers. I think I say it all the time, how I want, I want that genre to keep on going, and thankfully we have Super Mario Odyssey coming up soon. Yes, two more days. Two more days. I'm so excited. Still waiting on that email. Uh, you won't see it till tonight. Probably tonight, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just... the. I, I wanted to get something that was a little lighthearted because I have some real spooky tracks coming up, and I didn't want to scare the audience too much. So, even though that had a semi-Halloween theme to it, are you not counting that as part of your spooky tracks? Oh, no, I'm more spooky than anything else, but I, I, I wouldn't consider that one spooky. I would consider that one more Halloween festive. Sure. You know, uh, just like, like Luigi's Mansion, I wouldn't consider them scary songs. I wouldn't consider them... No, there are some pretty eerie ones in, in those games though and you well, and you'll, you'll, you'll they'll hear that when they when that episode goes up I'm really honestly gonna try to buckle down and get both of the there's probably gonna be three BG Manias this week if I'm lucky so you'll get the radio hour when it's supposed to go up today and then I'm gonna try to just shove out the Castlevania episode part two and Luigi's Mansion just to get them done um, I don't wanna you know skip out on those because they were there's good music in those two episodes so Plus, I feel like we owe it to the fans to uh, actually get the episodes done. Yes, because there's one thing I care about more than anything else. It's the fans. Number two is pie, but the fans are number one. What's number three? Shh, we can't talk about number three right now. Mm. But no, I, I agree with you. Banjo-Kazooie, definitely, and Banjo-Tooie. Some of my all-time favorite memories on the Nintendo 64. Um, but... Once Rare was purchased by Microsoft from Nintendo, obviously those things, you know, those type of games drastically changed. Nuts and Bolts, which was on the 360, was, I, I really don't even consider that a Banjo-Kazooie game. It just wasn't that good. Um, and sure. and as, as I've said before, if you want something that is reminiscent to what Rare used to do on the N64 with Banjo-Kazooie, with Banjo-Tooie, with Donkey Kong 64, go play Ukulele. Because that is the rare team from the 90s, for the most part. There's there's some new names in there, but a majority of the staff that was at Rare at the time they were with Nintendo went off and formed Platonic Games. So if you haven't picked up Ukulele yet, go play that game. Go buy it. I'm sure we'll have some tracks on it in the future, on a, on a, on a future episode of BG Mania. I'm surprised we haven't yet. So, um, My next pick for today's episode, we're going to go... You know, this is going to be the first non-spooky song. Again, I'm going spooky, then non-spooky. Uh, this is from an RPG that was released solely on the Xbox 360. This is from Lost Odyssey. I don't know if you remember that one or not. I actually do remember Lost Odyssey. Yeah, I'm surprised that there was never a Lost Odyssey 2. It actually did really well. There were. This was back when Microsoft actually cared about their Japanese audience and JRPG fans and they had you know a couple exclusive RPGs on the 360 Lost Odyssey being one of them a Blue Dragon being the other um, but this is from Lost Odyssey this is Dark Saint
And that was Dark Saint from Lost Odyssey. Definitely one of the uh, better exclusive JRPGs on the Xbox 360, even though there weren't that many. Um, just a handful. Probably not even five. I can't remember. There was uh, so Lost Odyssey, Blue Dragon, Tales of Asperia in America, because it never got ported over to PS3, even though it did in Japan, um, which is still a very sore spot for Tales fans, because... The majority of Tales fans obviously exist on Sony platforms, and they never got to experience that game. And then I think um, I think Eternal Sonata may have been exclusive for a while, but it did end, end up coming to PS3 as well. But uh, what a rockin' track, man. It's so good. I love that one. I really was. I, I listened to it, I'm like, dude, this kind of rocks. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it speaks to the game, too, because the game was really well done, obviously. Um, this was from Mistwalker, if I'm not mistaken. This is the name of the studio. It's the one that um, Hironobu Sakaguchi, after he left Square Enix, the father of Final Fantasy, the ones that was responsible for the first ten Final Fantasies, after he left Square Enix and went and formed this new studio, this was, I want to say it was their first game produced, after they formed the new studio. So this is from a very talented team and a very talented mind when it comes to JRPGs. So it was great. It was really good. I would love to see a return to Lost Odyssey every time. Um, you know, there, there's an announcement coming up and Miss Walker is announcing a new game. I keep hoping and praying that it's going to be Lost Odyssey 2 or something like that. Even if it showed up on PS4 or PS5 or whatever, whenever it would be at this point, if it got announced, probably PS5. But, um... I'd be so down. I'm just surprised that uh, Phil Spencer and Microsoft haven't contracted anybody at all to make a JRPG for the Xbox One. Um, can, well, then we, we don't do exclusives for Xbox One anymore, remember? I know. It's so crazy. It's just they're, they, they've segmented an entire section of the gaming universe. All that they appeal to now are shooter fans for the most part. Yeah. That's true. And multiplayer fans. Fans that, you know, have to have multiplayer baked into a game. Um, like the new Star Wars coming up from uh, EA Vancouver. Which I'm still eventually going to play. In like the three or four years when it comes out. Yeah, I probably won't. I don't know. We'll see. I might. Who knows? I, don't. I love Star Wars. Live long and prosper. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Wrong series. That's a funny joke. <laughs> All right. So I figure, you know... You had your dark saint, so I'm going to take you to a dark place. Okay. Yeah? I'm going to take you somewhere so dark, it's below the ground. Lower Norfair from Super Metroid.
and that was Lower Norfare from Super Metroid. Uh, literally just passed this part in Super Metroid on my second playthrough. I haven't played this game in, oh god, years. And you're obviously playing it on the SNES Classic. The SNES Classic, which I recommend everybody go out and buy one. Mm-hmm. Hell, buy two. Support the, support the release. Hey, speaking of my tracking number updated today, it is it has officially left Pittsburgh, and it is back on its way to Ohio. So I, if I'm lucky, I may get it by the end of the week. Brian's going to have an SNES Classic sometime in 2019. <laughs> Good chance it gets delayed again. Probably gets sent over to California this time, because why not? But you know what? This is easily my second favorite Metroid game. Maybe third favorite, okay. if, if I'm counting the 3DS version, but I, I'm not counting it because it's more of a remake. Which one return? The one that just came out? Yes. Eh, it's all about which, Metroid Prime. Which I still have. I, I'm not a big Prime guy, let's be honest. Um, I don't know. I, I shot like a 3D Metroid. Go figure. I do. And I'm glad that they're making Metroid Prime 4. I think it's going to be this, amazing. It looks good. But this was such a great point in the game. You know, this is where um, you know, where the hatchling just comes out and you're chasing it down in Lower North Fair. Right. You know, this is definitely where the tide of battle kind of like changed. So this is like, this is the time where the game got real. Yeah, because before it was fake. You, you want to get hit, don't you? <laughs> I, know, I know where you live. <laughs> Not anymore. I know the general vicinity of where you live. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find out again soon next time you're in this area. Yeah, which uh, is few and far between because El Francaro does not like going to the great state of Ohio. Even though you have family here. I do have family there. That's the reason I don't like going to the great state of Ohio. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> do they listen? Everybody listens. The El Francaro family is, is long and strong and known to get the friction on. What do you got next? <laughs> Alright, coming up next, my next track. We're going back to the uh, the spooky theme. This is from... I don't know if you've ever played this. Uh, you might have played the sequel. This is American McGee's Alice. Um, I have. You saw, you played the original, and then obviously yes. there was the um, the sequel... Um, what was it? Alice Return to Madness or something like yes. that. Uh, this is called Village of the Doomed. Thank you. 
And that was Village of the Doomed from American McGee's Alice. I'm glad you've actually played this one. You know this game's right up my alley. Like it's I know, but there was and, a and there was a I chance that maybe you didn't. <laughs> and they bought it strictly because of the the, uh, the cover art. The cover art is cool. Um, with with Alice standing in the heart with next to the cat and stuff. I mean that, that yeah. cover art was really cool. Um, this is a EA game, unfortunately. Um, you know, nothing, no, nothing, nothing against EA, but they're just on a sour note for me right now, just because of the whole Visceral Studio stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, hey, we, we have a good reason to be pissed. Of course, um, this game was exclusive to PC for the longest time. It came out on December sixth, two thousand, and then eventually, wow, it's been that long. Yeah. 11 years later, it would get ported to the PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2011. Um, I don't even know that it was a remaster that came out on the PS3 and 360. It might have just been a straight port. Um, There was a sequel to this game. Um, 
what was it called? Uh, was, it, was it Return of Madness or Madness Returns? Alice, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Alice Madness Returns, which came out on PC, PS3, and 360, um, also in 2011. So right around the same time that the first one was. Uh, that, that one I haven't played actually. That one's good too. That one's real good. Uh, I just I, I told Brian I go I played this on PC. And he's like you only played it on PC. We we had to look it up to see. Yeah. Because uh, that because back in the day from like 2000 maybe 2005 2006 mm-hmm. I was strictly a PC player. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, right now I'm just a player in general. Play on player. Sure. Uh, yes. Um, West West as of and it's interesting here. As of last month, um, American McGee has announced on their blog that they are working on a proposal for the third installment of the franchise, and it is tentatively titled Alice Asylum. So maybe we'll actually see a third game in this franchise in the future. I would freaking love that. Because it's a, it's a it's a very underappreciated and under. Oh man, what do I want to say? It's it's a series and gate two games that a lot of people haven't played. It's a hidden gem. It's not really. You know, it's you have heard of it, but a lot of people haven't played it. Right, and I mean, it's just the perfect setting, the perfect character. It's just they're good games, man. They're a lot of fun. Psychological really horror action adventure platform. It's all like, it's just. These games had it all. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the ones. Like, so there's a lot of games along the way that I picked up because of their cover art, and this is one of the ones I'm, I'm glad they didn't uh, sell me a false bill of goods on this one. Right? Yeah, Katamari Damacy. You said the same thing about that one. You bought it because of the cover that, art. I, I do. I will judge a book by its cover. Yeah, I know you do. Yes, I'm shallow. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I wanted to you know go scary, go not scary, go not. So I wanted to just highlight a game that doesn't have much music in it, okay. but it is one of, it is one of my favorite series of all time. Okay. Uh, this is Ichibod Clay's theme, so a little bit Halloween tied in. Sure. Clay Fighter on the SNES.
and that was Ichibod Clay and the Blob from Clay Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite series of, of that's fighters. Surprising. That's surprising. surprising to me. And it's it's more so because this is a, a series that I played with my little sisters. Sure. So I have the I have the factor because it has a lot of good memories for me of playing this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played we played this we played uh, Clay Fighter one Clay Fighter two. When they announced Clay Fighter thirty three and the third on N sixty four, we were like, oh, we have to get this game. But we didn't get an N sixty four too much later in the cycle, so we didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But we uh, we actually went over our cousin's house and we played it there and. Uh, this is one of the few times I will give my sisters credit where credit's due. A fighter that they were better at me, better than me at. Oh wow, that's surprising. You know, there's there's one other fighting game out there where my sister will whoop me twenty four seven. That's the Soul Calibur series. Mortal Kombat. Never. One of my sisters uh, in the Soul Calibur series, I can't even touch her. Like, I just, it's not even fair. It's, it's it just she destroys me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but this game, I said, just so many good memories. Me and my three little sisters playing it. Uh, we, we would play classic arcade style, Winter's Days, sure. Loser, Loser. Uh, yeah, and I was constantly waiting to play it because they were just constantly whooping me. And God, you suck. But I would still whoop you if we played this. Because, yeah. mm, I doubt it. Because the bar is set so high. I was never a huge fan of the Clay Fighter games. Um, they just didn't appeal to me that much. Now, one thing I do like about the name of this track, Ichibod Clay, obviously a um, a homage to Ichabod Crane from the Sleepy Hollow series. Um, yeah, the character himself uh, yeah, is a headless um, horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, that is one of my favorite um, legends of all time. Like, I, I, I'm sure you remember, but uh, we were in New York. Oh, what? probably three years ago, we came to New York to visit Terrytown and Sleepy Hollow. Um, we did the whole Horseman's Hollow haunted um, attraction. We went and did the, uh, you know, we attended the reading of the Legend of Sleepy Hollow at the old Dutch church. Um, just spent the entire weekend there. You know, the weekend before Halloween, we spent there in Sleepy Hollow. It was a lot of fun, man. I really liked it. Um, it's definitely a, uh, what I want to say, a better part of New York than the part you live in. Absolutely not. <laughs> Li represent. Uh, now I've been to Sleepy Hollow as a kid. Yeah, yeah it's it is it, it is pretty cool. They do they do a pretty good um, jack o' lantern contest there. Oh yeah, that's the, that's the other thing we did the uh, the great pumpkin blaze. I'm sure that's what you're talking there, about. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we did that too while we were there. Yep. Yeah. So much respect for Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not so mu- not so much for Clay Fighter though. I'm telling you, Clay Fighter is a better game than you're giving it credit for. It's not the best fighter out there on the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo had a lot of great fighters. I mean, mm-hmm. it had Mortal Kombat. It had um, Streets of Rage, it had, which is not really a fighter. Uh, Saturday Night it's Slam Masters. <laughs> it's a beat-em-up. Saturday Night Slam Masters was there. Uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I could probably go on forever if I really wanted to. Killer Instinct. Primal Rage, Killer Instinct. Lots of great ones. Uh, but Clay Fighter, it, just, it holds a special place in my heart. Because sure. of the memories. Absolutely. And I mean, that's all that matters usually. Um, okay. I'm going to go back to non-spooky. We are going to a, a, a recent game, actually. Probably, no, I can't say it's the most recent one on here because I have something that's very recent. Um, but this is a, a recent game. Um, I don't know if you remember a game called Pyre. but um, I do. I do. This came out, if I'm not mistaken, it came out earlier this year. Um, I can't remember exactly when it came out, but I want to say... This wasn't... I don't think it was free. July? Yeah, it was July. Um, so, what? 
three months ago. Uh, this is from Supergiant Games, who has done some good stuff. They did Bastion, they did Transistor, and then their third game was um, was Pyre. But uh, this is called Downside Ballad.
And that was Downside Ballad from Pyre. Again, this was released back in July of 2017, so just a few months ago, um, on PS4 and PC. It's from Supergiant Games, the ones that did Bastion and Transistor, two games that I actually really liked, um, especially Transistor. I thought that wasn't a fan-freaking-tastic game. But uh, this game, obviously, it's one that I need to go back and actually play because it just had everything that I really liked about what Supergiant Games have done in the past. It's, you know, a high fantasy setting. It's an RPG. It's just, it's speaking my language. It's just when it came out, I didn't have a chance to play it, and I still haven't had a chance to play it. So, Is this the one uh, based around Viking lore? No, that's or Celt- the... Or, Celt- that's or, Celt- or, or Celtic lore. The, the, the one I think you're thinking of is the Banner Saga. Oh, okay. Which are two fantastic games as well. At least I think that's what you're thinking of. Who knows what I'm thinking? I don't even know what I'm thinking sometimes. True, 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 true. Um, but uh, yeah, man, this this song is great. Um, definitely reminds me of just sitting around a campfire, um, you know, someone jamming on a guitar. It sounds like something you would almost hear in like Hearthstone or you like a tavern or something like that. Um, it's just a great track. It's one that, again, I haven't played the game, but it's a track that I I know extremely well because it was featured heavily in the marketing for this game before it came out. So so maybe we'll get back to playing this game eventually. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to someday. It has uh, multiplayer as well. We need to play more multiplayer games together. You know that? I know. And this game actually was... uh, they actually received really positive reviews. Uh, It's sitting at 85 on Metacritic, so... It's it's pretty good from from what it's I understand. Bad. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to transition to a game that you and I have played the hell out of. Okay. Okay. Uh, a little game that we've actually uh, featured quite a bit in our uh, prior episode. We're going to be featuring again in another episode. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Okay. This is I, this is I think your best pick for the week. I got better. Mm. But this song is called "I'm the Wind." Someone 
I Am The Wind from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, uh, performed by Cynthia Harrell and Kenny G. It's not Kenny G. Okay, well, it sounds like Kenny G. <laughs> uh, really is such a great song. Uh, it is. Very... The, the, you, you, you don't expect it. I mean, no, it, it doesn't... It, it, now, one thing I will say about the song, even though I do like it because I do like cheesy song, sounding songs like that, like, you know, it's something that I'm not, you know, prone to... You know, I'll, I'll always listen to that kind of stuff when it comes on. Um, but uh, it doesn't fit Castlevania at all. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I remember being in the game and hearing the song. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, and this is the one that plays during the end credits, obviously. So yeah, but but the lyrics, of course, actually speak very well to the to the game. Which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Th- th- thank God, that's, that's that's what a song should. That's what an end credit song should do. Right. It, it was but just yeah. weird going from obviously Symphony of the Night, one of the probably the best Castlevania game of all time. Um, Hands down. 
killer soundtrack through and through. You know, these creepy sounding songs, rock and tunes. Obviously, Cap, or I'm sorry, Konami was known for um, having these amazing soundtracks when it comes to Castlevania games. And then you get to the credits in that place. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I liked it, so... Uh, me too. This is one of those. But, but like, the '80s is my favorite genre of in, in time period and in, in modern history. So, I mean, like it was it, it hits you, it blindsides you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it just it, no one's expecting this from a Castlevania game, and I love it. That's why uh, this one has a spot on my iPod. Yeah, and the fact that you but, still have an iPod is a testament of in and of itself. So, instead of just using your phone. Well, what, 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 do the new kids carry the Zune? No, they mostly, most people just put stuff on their phones now. I mean, you know, I think I have 256 gigabytes worth of storage on my phone, so. Yeah, you kids is your new fangled technologies. <laughs> as as El Francaro whips out the flip phone. <laughs> you can't see it, this is audio only, but I'm shaking my fist at you and telling you to get off my lawn. Do you have one of those old school razors, R-A-Z-R? No, I I have a what is it the jitter, the jitterbug system? Oh, okay, perfect. Yes. Still got a BlackBerry. There you go. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, well, so what, what do you got for us? Gonna, I want to be I want to be scared, Brian. Yeah, I'm gonna take us back to. It's funny that you picked something from Rare from Banjo Kazooie, because I also picked something from Rare for this episode. Except I picked from Donkey Kong 64. Ooh. This is Creepy Castle. Thank you. 
And that was Creepy Castle from Donkey Kong 64. A much better pick than your rare pick earlier in the episode. Not even close. Oh, I don't know, man. 
I don't know that uh, I don't know that I would say Donkey Kong 64 is better than Banjo Kazooie, but I think that that track is better than uh, the one that you chose. I think you're wrong, but that's not for me to decide. That's for the fans. So leave us a comment. Tell Brian how wrong he is. He loves it. They would have to leave a review, not a comment. A comment, a review. I don't care what you leave. You can message him on on uh, the Twitter yeah. at Brian oh. underscore LDG. LDG. Yeah. yeah. Our, our initials level down games. You know. Oh, go cra- oh crazy, right? I know. Or you can message me at El Francero, El Francero, and I'll pass the message along to him, telling him that he's wrong. You would have to uh, screenshot it because uh, I don't believe you. You lie probably seventy uh, percent of the time. I do not lie. Okay? You lie. You cheat. You steal. If you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Viva la rasa. <laughs> but no, Donkey Kong 64. Fantastic game, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of the games that when they do the N64 Classic, mm-hmm. is a guaranteed stone-cold lock, not even a question. For sure. With the old, uh, you know, monkey rap. So, DK. Donkey it's Kong. Gun. It's <laughs> you. We're going to have to play that track someday for BG Mania. Everyone knows it, but we still got it. We gotta, you know, put it into the um, into the history of BG Mania and, and recognize it in one of these future episodes. Um, in fact, talking about future episodes, um, I do remember reading a comment once where someone wanted us to do some more um, characters from Mega Man. They, 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 they mentioned to us uh, that they wanted uh, like the top ten Mega Man bosses, I believe, or. Oh, was that on a was that a comment on a top ten video or is it? It was a comment, a com- it was, it was a comment on the top ten. So it got me thinking. You know, we could probably do a whole episode on just the music of Mega Man in general. Probably. Uh, and as as I've mentioned on previous episodes, I am a Mega Man fanatic. Yes, you are. Lo- You're bad at so the games, I, but you but you do like the uh, series. No, I am no, I am very bad at the games. They are incredibly hard. I actually thought you but, were good at them. So no, 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 I know, I know. There's no being good at a Mega Man game. It's pure rote memorization. You have to know it second for second. Uh, but they're fun. It, it, it's an accomplishment. It's it's a it's a badge of honor to say you've you beaten one of these games. Sure. And, and I've beaten them all. They, they've beaten me first, but I've beaten them all. This one is from one of my favorites. This is actually from Mega Man 7. Okay. This is Shade Man.
and that was Shade Man from Mega Man 7. Like I mentioned before, these games, they're just, they're so damn hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, I picked it because it's, it still has a bit of a Halloween-y kind of creepy vibe. Shave Man is, you know, Twilight and such. But the Amy synthesizer and the rocking tune, I heard it's this song. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I've heard, I've heard this song probably about a hundred times because, uh, like I said, you will die a lot playing Mega Man. These games are... <laughs> That's how they got re- replayability back in the day. Sure. Just make these, just make these games incredibly hard uh, to almost the point of frustration. Sure. Well, uh, but yeah, maybe if Vegas, you weren't bad at the games, then. I, like I, said, I can't even fight that fact. These ga- it, 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 these are these are just hard games. I really wish they would make more Mega Man games mm-hmm. in this in this style. I mean, just two D. There's a possibility that they might. You know, it's th- th- these are. I mean, Capcom, just do it. I mean, the, the last great Mega Man game I played was a fan-made game, and that was a Mega Man and Street Fighter uh, combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, which, which was great, because you got to earn the Street Fighter powers. Right. Um, you know, just make it happen. I I will give you my money. It's right here. Sure. Um, I don't know that they ever... Man, I, I want to say that they will make another... Mega Man again in the future, but I just don't know that they will. I want them to. Don't get me wrong, I really want them to, but I just don't know that they will. Yeah, and if they do, please make it hard. It okay. would have to be. It would have to be. All right. I mean, Mega Man Ten, the one that came, the nine and ten, the ones that came out on, uh, I believe it was three sixty, and I want to say Wii. PS three. Was PS three okay? Unbelievably hard games. For sure. Yeah. I mean, they were they were done in the entire fashion of being hard i mean they just it was th- they were throwback games so yeah um but i mean if we ever see a Mega Man 11 i i definitely one thing that has me concerned was the recent failure of muddy number nine true so um but there are that, that also means that there is room for capcom to step back up and fill that void of a traditional Mega Man game which everyone wanted muddy number nine to be and it wasn't so you know they, they, there's, it's a prime opportunity for them to do it. I just don't know that they will. Um, but, if you, but if you do, Capcom, I want Lucha Man as one of the characters. Sure. Based off of okay. Frank Arrow. You're damn right. All right. I, I think after, after this many years, I deserve it. Sure. Um, it hasn't even been a couple months. It's only been like uh, four months. I, I've, been, I, I've been a Lucha since I was little Elf, I was little Frankito. Okay. Okay. I see. Been wearing a mask since day one. Damn right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to close the episode. Actually, no, I'm closing my picks out. You actually closed the episode. Um, But I am closing out my picks today with a track from a very recent game, as in not even two weeks old yet. Um, Yeah. So this is it. It is a scary game, Um, but it's not a scary song. So this is from The Evil Within 2. This is an original take on a song you are very familiar with, and I am very familiar with as well. Ordinary World.
And that was Ordinary World from The Evil Within 2. What an awesome cover of that song. It really was. Man, what has happened to it all? Crazy, some would say. Yeah, where is the light when you need it most? It's gone away. Uh, (laughs) Um, I'm not... So, I have The Evil Within 2. Bought it on PC. I have yet to start it. But I knew for this radio hour, I wanted to play something from The Evil Within 2. Just because it's something that you and I have been really looking forward to since it was announced. As I said um, on Max Level, Justin already finished the game. Um, Once he got it, he could not put it down until he finished it. I think he finished it in a weekend. Um, He said it was, you know, amazing. One of the, you know, just phenomenal leaps and bounds better than the first one. Um... I really need to get this started soon, but I was scanning the soundtrack for The Evil Within 2, trying to figure out, okay, what song do I want to play? And I just happened to see one titled Ordinary World. And I was curious, I was like, I wonder if that actually is Ordinary World from Duran Duran. Turns out it is. Just a cover of it. And it's an amazing cover. It's crazy how they made the song that I love creepy. Yeah. And I mean, really the only creepy part of it is The Child. I guess, like, well, children are creepy in general. Sure, but um, I mean, they, they, they're, they're they're short. They poop all over everything. It's ugh. sure, sure, but uh, is that just me? Uh, um, no, not always. There's a reason I don't have kids. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, so the 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 male vocalist. I'm not I'm not sure who that is. I didn't I didn't look it up. I didn't dig too far into it. Um, is is really good. I mean, he did it a, a great job covering the song, and especially there when it kicks in like halfway through when it starts. You know, the the guitar picks up, the song gets louder. You know, he gets more angrier. I love it, man. It's just so good. Yeah, I think you had a great pick. Uh, probably the best song you're gonna hear today in this whole episode. I told you. Uh, no, I, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna concede. Um, I'm gonna close it out with a song that you know it's has a bit of a creepy tale behind it. Sure. Uh, I mean, this is the perfect one for Halloween, to be quite honest. Uh, and to decide. Yes, but uh, have you ever heard it's of Pokemon? Red and green? Red have you ever heard blue. of Lavender Town? Red and blue. Yes, it, well, blue, if you're here in America, you super gaijin. I mean, uh, you and I both are, so. No, I'm in my, the independent state of El Franktopia. Um, <laughs> please, please stop starting that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> El, El Frankarofax, Franktopia. Oh, Frank Tofia, yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> there, there was a creepypasta that started, I want to say, by 2010, 2015, somewhere around, over that little gap. Sure. About, about Lavender Town and the song uh, driving children to kill themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. There are definitely binaural beats in the song. Yes, that is the uh, only part of the creepypasta that is true. Um, and... There's some tales saying that the programmers legitimately programmed to drive children crazy to hurt themselves. So stupid. Uh, so dumb. It's very, it's very stupid. Much like all the other creepypastas, it got passed around so much that people started believing it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, tales of the game actually being haunted itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very weird. The song is very spooky like sounding. Uh, I remember playing the game. When you come to Labrador Town, it's a town without a gym. It's it's they have a tower to the dead there. It was very. It's just where you catch ghost Pokemon. Sure. Uh, I mean, there's, the song, a, there's a reason the song is, is creepy sounding. So, I, I mean, it was crafted that way. I just think that it's taken on such a mythos to itself. Sure. 
that I, I I had to close out with this. It's this this is Halloween in a nutshell. You know, Halloween didn't start off as a scary holiday, but now it is. I'm surprised you didn't put this on our bonus Halloween episode instead. I have some of the best Halloween tracks for that bonus episode that's coming up, except uh, for the five I picked because obviously my songs are always better. They never are. And leave us a review telling Brian that he is a douche. Uh, <laughs> douche is spelled D-O-U-C-H-E or uh, B-R-Y-A-N underscore L-D-G. Are you, uh, are you insulting the fans? Was that what you just did? Saying they don't know how to spell? No, I just made a parallel to the fact that I, I spelled douche, then I spelled your name. Because I'm hilarious. Okay. Um, yeah, it's called comedy timing. You'll learn it one day. <laughs> All right, so uh, without further ado, this is going to be uh, the Lavender Town theme, but I would like Brian to kind of take us out. You know, let's make him work for his money. As the host of the podcast, I think that's customary. Um, Co-host. Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is posted on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, please reach out to us on Twitter at OriginalLDG or our main outlet, LevelDownGames.com. If you go to the website, you actually can leave comments, um, you know, as if it was YouTube and that kind of stuff. The, uh, the... You know, we always upload the audio versions of BG Mania to the website, and you can leave comments there as well. So that is another place to leave comments if you wanted to reach out to us. Please be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube to stay up to date on all things Level Down Games if you haven't already. And for future episodes of Max Level, which is our video game podcast, Game Oracles, our video game trailer show, and the Gorgeous Lives of Wrestling, our professional wrestling podcast. We also do video reviews, unboxings, Let's Plays, reaction videos, and so much more. And please, if you haven't already, remember to leave us a rating and a review. It definitely helps us in terms of search results. We can also be found on Facebook for general posts and information and twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all of our live streams. Once again, to take us out of this episode, this is Lavender Town from Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green. Thanks again for joining us this morning. We will see you guys. Actually, we'll see you guys for the bonus episode on Halloween. See you then, guys.